0: You fucking lied to me, you're all alive! Open your eyes! Can't you see you're nothing?
1: Hello, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to say I have Gary here with Hero in Error. How are you, Gary? Hello,
2: I'm very well. Thank you very Man, much. Man, welcome to Cork. Thank you. Yeah, it's I just arrived a, in.
1: It's so. been a great fucking, uh, gr- I suppose, venue. There's been a few venues, but probably Fred's has been the most. Um, yeah. I've there the most. I was over. only
2: talking to uh, Confi last night, our drummer, and um, he was saying Fred's is the first venue we played in Cork. Right. I, I completely forgot about that, but I was like, all right, yeah, so does. And have you we
1: played the Khrushkin as well? As Khrushkin well? was when we played a lot
2: yeah. after that. Um, we played Khrushkin quite a bit. They used to hold a lot of all-ages shows there. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, it was Khrushchev and then I think the last time we played Cork was Cypress Avenue. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it's always been Fred's or, or Khrushchev, yeah. yeah. Is Khrushchev still, is no, still it's a thing? No, it's gone, man. It's a shame.
1: Yeah, it was that a great was a great th- venue, yeah. It was yeah. great, man. Some of the bands that came through there boy, were fucking breathtaking. Like, yeah. You know, big European acts. like. know, we had...
2: Architects over, yeah, for that. We played Cruise Game with them in there, yeah, yeah. That that venue was like legendary, yeah. It was perfect for us, like, yeah, having all ages gigs down there. It was, just, it, was a, it was a great venue, great sound, there was a good vibe in there, yeah,
1: yeah. When was that like was that? 2010, Jeez. was it? It was back, it was a good bit back anyway, like nearly 10 it years ago, at been, least. It
2: would have been maybe 11, even because, yeah, I don't know if you've seen my post, though. It's like 10 years that High Points and New Lows is out, yeah. So we were playing before that. Yeah. We were playing playing before even Anto was in the band. Yeah. Okay. So, skiing, so.
1: Let's go back anyway. So he started in 2000. What? 2000? 2007. 2007. Yourself yeah. and uh, Steve. Yeah. Con- so Confi is it? Confy, yeah. Confi. Yeah. He has,
2: a, he has a funny story about why he's called Confy. Yeah. His best cool. mate is actually Stephen Riley as well, and they're both from the same town. So. Okay. I don't know <laughs> the Irish thing where it's like, right, you're from that area, so we're gonna call you from where you're from. So.
3: Right.
1: But yeah, uh, so you, like Confi is the drummer by the way, in case yeah. anybody knows, and Gary's on guitar. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I was in a I was in a band called Clergy for a few years, playing bass.
1: And what kind of style were they?
2: Well, it was kind of if I was the put bands who we might okay, be, you know, kind of two lead Deftones. All oh right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But I started really get listening to SICK and Architects, a bit more extreme. Yeah. And I was like playing more guitar than I was right. bass, so I was trying to. Write these kind of cool riffs. Okay. Well, Clarity the Time, I was kind of feeling like I wanted to, something fresh, right. and I wanted to play guitar. Yeah. And then um, I remember my friend was saying, You should listen to this band. They're like an indie band, kind of like Jimmy Eat World. Right. I listened to the drummer. Yeah. And I was like, All right. And I listened to them. And it's like, This drummer playing like double kicks over these like nice little. You know, clean bits, and I yeah. was like, and this crazy drummer—not even crazy, just real nice flow—and re- yeah. you know, super talented. And I was like, all right, oh shit, he's from, he's from Lucan where I'm from as well. Oh right, okay, cool. And then uh we ended up being in the same kind of group of people, right. and I got to know him a bit. And uh he, like Stephen, tells it better. I, I don't believe the story, but he said he played a gig one night, and I was like, you need to be my drummer. Right? And he's like, oh man, you know, I'm doing this. He's like, no, no. And I was like, I'm going to bash you. <laughs> you he says, them? he's like, you did say it. I was like, I don't remember that. But I was probably joking. I was like, I'm going to bash you. You know, we <laughs> He's like, right. All right, I'll do it. So um, we just started jamming. And the singer in clergy was like, I wouldn't mind doing something. And yeah. so I was like, do you want to play bass? And then, uh, yeah, we were a three-piece band. We released, we released yeah. a, a single, I think, the first six months of playing called Scene. Right. Which was, yeah, I don't even know where it is, if you can yeah. even hear it. But I loved the song. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Um, are you the bass player? Or?
2: I was the guitar player in that band. Yeah. So Keith, the singer from Clergy, came in I okay. was playing bass. So we were a three-piece. Right. And then uh, he kind of was like, no, nah, I don't really want to play music. Okay. He was always a bit in and out of bands. He yeah. couldn't really get him to settle into anything. Yeah. And me and Stephen just kept playing. He he went on and, yeah, we just kept trying to find our sound. And right. Kept jamming from there.
1: So um, you had a what about like kind of the scene itself um, in relation to the kind of music that you liked in Dublin? Was there any bands kind of playing some something no. similar to uh, what you were kind of trying to achieve? Or did you kind of I'm trying to think back? That's a yeah, long time it's a long ago. time ago. Yeah. See,
2: we were trying to sound, you know, kind of like six and architects. Like yeah. Be a bit more out there and push the boundaries a bit. But there was not, at the time, I think it was more of a metalcore scene. Right. I think there was more yeah. kind of like bands was doing breakdowns and
1: okay,
2: you know, stuff like that. We, I, I'm trying to think back. I don't think there was. Yeah. So we were kind of...
1: You were kind of on your own that yeah, way.
2: Yeah, but we weren't even playing that stuff. We were okay. attempting to play Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were struggling. <laughs> uh,
1: so what was the kind of big change then?
2: I think we're the, the members that we got into the band kind of were like... I don't know. I think we're any band once you start it like a few years in you'll only start feeling mm. like where the sound's going yeah. and what sound suits you and uh we done an ep called under my sky and it was very kind of medley lama God-y sounding right and i could feel that there was like it just wasn't us but yeah. there was elements to the songs okay. that that were like you know I, I this is something that i want to work on here yeah so it took us a few years and then i was like started getting more into hardcore music with some of the techie side and uh yeah we just started playing around with that stuff and incorporating and just the hero sounds started happening. yeah
1: was anthony after joining you at that stage he came in it was around um, 2010
2: i think was it? yeah we we pretty much had the whole of high points finished there was like it was probably about 85 90 percent done right We were like shit. we need a vocalist we were booked in with justin to record okay. and then Anthony came in and uh yeah, just got jamming and um, he added some bits to the songs that were really cool. Yeah. He added like a nice hardcore element to it that we were looking for. Yeah, uh, yeah just good vibes. And then, yeah, from there we went on and done high points.
1: Well, Dan Weller was involved as well, was not they? Dan
2: he? Weller was involved in the very first EP, Under the right. Sky. Oh,
1: okay, so that was the oh. connection there. So he kept.
2: The connection was actually through um, Justin. Right. So Justin, uh, I've been friends with Justin since. 2005, 2006, where Sick were playing in Dublin and the band that was in clergy, we were supporting right. them. Okay, me and him just hit it off, and uh, I saw him and Weller were doing a lot of production. I was like, Oh, good, okay, cool. the sound they were getting, I was like, I'd love to go over. Like, Sick they're such a huge part of me and Confys playing, like, he's a yeah. huge Dan Ford fan, the drummer is <laughs> like <Right>. incredible, <laughs> and I'm a huge Weller fan, so we were like, Yeah. And of course, Justin's just this incredible singer, and yeah. we're like, if we can get the chance to go over and just True. record with them, and just be in a room with them for a week would just be amazing,
1: just yeah. like. So, you, so it was recorded then in Fortress Studios in London. Yeah. So. Um, well, the
2: first EP, D- yeah, both of them were actually, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, like Justin, like had worked with betraying the martyrs, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And heart of a Courage, yeah, the but singer there. Singer, yeah, there you go, man. Say. Life that's is I mean. circles. You should be here soon. I don't worry. He yeah, is. Jesus, that's mental. Um, so I just wanted to kind of establish that early. Yeah, we um, actually we
2: played in, um, we played in uh, the UK, I can't remember where it was. I know Milton Keynes of London, but um, Cannes was actually in Monuments at the time, yeah. So we were playing with Monuments and Tesseract over there, and then right. it's just funny how. Like, it, it just kind of all came about, and then yeah. can ended up being an hero. I always oh, so
1: say it, man. The metal community, like, despite it being very big, is very small as oh well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, if you just kind of... If you meet people on a night out, and you get on well with a man, you're, you're guaranteed guaranteed to keep that connection going through gigs yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah, sure. I still cool talk man. to
2: people. You know, we played in London in 2000. I think it was 2010. We just released High Points in Euros. We went over and played... We were meant to play this festival, and it just fell apart. Yeah. And Tesseract kind of took us under the wing because they had a few dates, and like yeah. just jump on and play yeah, with us. Cool. And yeah, I still talk to people from from those days. From like those days. Yeah. So Justin things.
1: laid down vocals as well on "Under My Sky." Yeah. Yeah. Second cool. time round. Yeah. So okay. "Under
2: My Sky" was on the EP "Under My Sky" with a different vocalist. Okay. And we kind of really wanted that song. We liked this, or like we want it on the on high points and your lows. So we're all huge Justin Hill fans. Yeah and I was like uh, yeah if you're for producing it you're singing on it because <laughs> the high points actually going back to what you uh, said about Dan Weller Dan uh stepped away for that EP so right the high points and lows is Justin's first EP by himself okay. producing yeah so yeah he jumped on board <clears throat>
1: and the artwork then was that Paul Earn yeah yeah how d- how did that come um,
2: about um i remember when we were recording it the EP i was just walking in london with a comfy and we were talking about artwork and what mm. design we should go for and all and I just had this like nautical theme in my head wanted anchors and okay I wanted a big octopus coming out of the yeah. water and I didn't want it like I didn't want it like graphically designed on a computer I wanted someone to draw it yeah I don't know if you if you see the theme like if you see the the cover of uh of obey like yes one of okay. our yeah yeah it's Rob's yeah. wife's uh brother painted it so we and the uh, for hollow truth was painted as well mm. so kind of like we had merch as well that was designed by tattoo artists and stuff yeah. like i just kind of preferred it but yeah yeah he w- he was just kind of in the group of people that were hanging yeah. around so then.
1: he obviously you obviously gave him did you give him the songs or lyrical themes or did you no, just I, d- I just told him i was just like told him this is well. going nautical and yeah okay that's yeah, the
2: style i wanted a big octopus coming over taking over a ship oh here he is
1: okay introduce <laughs> introduce himself there how you doing? Uh, I'm not comfy, I'm Rob. The other Rob. In uh, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, traffic and cork, man, what can I say? Parking. <laughs> Parking, that was the problem. We're just kind of going through the first DP, so you haven't missed too much, Rob. Um, at that stage, like, your endorsement deals were fucking crazy. You know, d- like, y- you were getting kind of, a, with Mayfish custom drums... Yeah. Division Two Six Clothing USA, Dovetail. Like, where yeah. was all this I d- coming I d- from or how was...? I
2: had, a, I had a pedal endorsement as well. I can't even remember the name of them. Yeah. I don't even know. I think we, th- we were approached by them. I know Stephen, uh, this evening, or Confi, had, um, I think he had approached, he had approached uh, Mayfish. He'd seen them online. and yeah. Or they might have been talking to him as well. I don't yeah. know.
1: We just Back don't know then, we like in 2010, you wouldn't hear of bands getting a lot of endorsements. Yeah. But he we certainly very jealous. You were kind of milking it like a <laughs> rob <was> in <laughs> from afar yeah. before i joined So uh, i don't know it that's yeah. like
2: it was weird especially for an irish band yes yeah. we used to be really frustrated because it was like no one no one wants to listen to us because uh, i was like you know i feel like we're a good band i don't think we're a bad band like yeah i just feel like oh it's like we don't seem to be catching anyone's attention and then all of a sudden Bang. we're getting these messages from people like oh would you wear our stuff yeah and yeah, it was, it was a strange that was, time, that was yeah. Mad,
1: yeah. In April then, um, Lawrence joined Yeah. on bass. What was the connection there between Lawrence and NAV or, or
2: Uh, I think Lar was a bit of a manager kind yeah. of person. He was kind of just helping bands out. And, um, okay. I think at that time, he was managing Red Enemy. Okay. I was kind of doing some good stuff for them. And uh, we were down a bass player. And I was like, well, you know, he used to play guitar in a band. And wants to kind of manage us maybe he could fill the role of playing bass as well and right yeah we just went on from there and okay uh yeah he joined just before the ep came out so right you know he didn't he didn't get the play on it around yeah. like that, but he, he came he was over there with us and just hanging out playing okay, FIFA, <laughs> <sleeping> <laughs> right, okay. So,
1: w- <laughs> so did he start managing you from then on as well as i think he was
2: managers just before that okay um right. Right but there was not really there was not really much done we already had like a lot yeah. of the endorsements done and yeah okay. uh, you know, working with Justin and all was was true. as well yeah so I'd, I'd
1: say it was um, and like whole tight pr then came in yeah. 9g as well yeah. um were uh, they were they english based
2: yeah so that's kind of how we what i just spoke about when we played with Tesseract. yeah so uh, james is it james Monteith? that's the name it isn't? is yeah, yeah i can yeah. never say his second name right Monteith. Monteith. he um he was. He worked for Whole Tight okay. PR, and they were connected with uh, Basic Records. So we kind of we knew uh, Barley f- from Basic and James. So we kind of were chatting to them about doing some PR. Like we were kind of more looking for advice from them as well. Okay. It's like we are trying to get out there. We're trying
1: yeah, we were trying to get into England and yeah, Europe. Because any it.
2: any promoter we talked, they were like we need to see your press kit we need okay. to see what you've done and what right. the media are saying and yeah you know give us a look at your videos and we're like yeah yeah you know, we have space era yeah stuff. so we, we don't have anything like we're playing okay. we're playing a good few gigs in ireland but they're like yeah we're not in ireland we don't get to see it like we need to yeah so they were like look we'll take you on board um and then uh yeah they've done loads of stuff first they got it's like you got a lot of support of, yeah, yeah we got some good supports we got but like they got us they got um bloggers reviewing us and okay. guitar magazines talking about yes. us and yeah so we were able to have a press kit and send to these people but yeah. look we actually we yeah. are a band yeah yeah we're, yeah, we're yeah. not
1: bad so but uh in december then he had two tracks ready um in 2010 uh, so you know more than me i'm yeah, like what I, december yes. what you <laughs> <laughs> were obviously looking at the EP's gone out the way. Uh, I've we've got like two or three new tracks. Um, so you were obviously looking to get an album. At yeah, that stage. is this? Are you talking about after? Uh so this is kind of heading into 2011. Okay, um, so yeah, yeah. I'd say Rob, you made an appearance in January of that year, if you can remember.
4: This is a this is this is where Gary and I uh, we had a we had a bit of a swap a swap over. But no, I mean, thankfully, uh, thankfully it's all good now. But at the time, I think um, you know. Gary had departed the band, and um, I got a message actually out of nowhere. I was finishing up, um, finishing up recording with actually with Red Enemy Red with Jay, um, and I got a message just before around, the, around this time, nine years ago. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and um, just to say, would I look to fill in? And um, there's a few shows coming up in 2011, uh, one of which was Ghost Fest. Would I? Would I? was like uh, fair enough, but what's going on with Gary kind of thing. Anyway, yeah. long and the short of it, yeah. So
1: So what was going on with Gary? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I said I'd be honest, so um yeah. Mike
1: comes should closer. I was yeah.
2: like yeah. should I be honest? Uh I yeah, know yeah, we don't just thinking back, I think, you know Hindsight if is great, if man. if Comfy was here he'd I'd think he'd agree with me. We were just a bit immature. I don't right. think we were we were kind of button heads, and we even say it like when we were writing music. We were butt heads a lot. Like, and comfy. Yeah, but okay. it would. It was like a healthy thing because the songs yeah. benefited. we like yeah. right. And um, yeah, I think we kind of. It just wasn't a good time for both of us. Okay. And then other uh, other members of the band, I think, were just. Maybe
1: but you know, They or were yeah, taking sides.
2: Influence, yeah, and they were like, maybe you know could be time for Gary to go off and do something else. And we'll, right. we'll get someone else in. And yeah, so they decided to, to go ahead with that. And I was kind of told to, well, I was decide. giving me, uh, me orders to leave. Orders. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, it's fine now, like I, I don't mind talking about it, but at the time it was like, hold on, you know?
1: Yeah, especially since you're a founding member, man. Yeah, founding yeah.
2: member. And then with High Points, you know, uh, the majority of the music, like the guitar riffs and all came from me. Yeah. And me and Stephen, and Adam as well, who was in the band, yeah. you know, worked a lot on it. Spent a lot of money yeah. getting to Justin and all, and then it was just like, yeah. good luck. Yeah. To see it. So I was kind of, I was a bit upset. I was like, maybe we should sit down and talk about it. I was told, no, there's no right. meeting. Wow. Yeah, okay. it, was, but it was pretty
4: cutthroat from, even from the outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously. You
2: know. Yeah, but it, it was, yeah, it was an awkward time. So I ended up just moving to London just to get away from it. Like, I couldn't yeah. even go for a pint in fibers without yeah, someone of course, yeah, me yeah, about it. Yeah, 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 Um, Yeah, it was a rough time. Uh, But yeah, I think immaturity came into it. Like, Stephen now says, you know, but like it if was it was now, for, I would have met you.
1: Yeah, for perspective, like, how old were you? You have to kind of, like, you were definitely in your 20s. Oh, yeah, I was 25, 26,
2: yeah. but the head I had on me then to the head I have on me now, like I'm, I'm a lot more relaxed. I was a bit yeah. hot headed and I think the other- Geez, don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a 34 year old man. But yeah, I just, I don't know, it's, see, that's it. That's a hard question for me to answer cause yeah. you know, it was. It would be easier for, for Stephen to answer cause he was well, maybe behind he it should. and I, yeah, I yeah. just, I just received a text like, yeah, right, I'm out, so. Yeah, uh, okay. He'd probably answer that yeah. better. but uh, yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah. So yeah, so it was you, a
1: really strange time. Yeah, must have been difficult, all right. So then, Rob, like, I mean, obviously, you knew them all. I did. Yep. Yep. Um, so coming into it, um, with fresh eyes, were you kind of worried about the dynamics of the band in relation to you?
4: I mean, I came uh, in literally to fill in for a number of shows. Yeah. Um, Red Enemy was, uh, you know, that was my main thing at the time, um, and essentially. The reason why I got asked was because Adam, the, gu- the other guitarist at the time, and I were we were schoolmates. We grew up. We, we played in metal bands for okay. years before that, okay so it was quite a natural thing. It was just in his in his home in Enfield, Meads, just r- going over the riffs. But it was strange. But I definitely didn't go into it with a uh, a thing of this is a permanent oh, right, fixture. Okay. Yeah. Um, it it was only that it materialised that I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously there was a bit of a challenge there with the Red Enemy here on air situation. Yeah. I made my decision at the time. Again, I was uh, I was a lot younger than I was, um, <laughs> than I am now
1: for sure. Yeah. Obviously enough because it was nine years ago. But uh So for people that don't know, yeah. um were Red Enemy probably bigger at the time than Hero of Nero?
4: I would say or were you um, an equal standing. N- no, I would say Hero had more exposure. Okay. Um I think the high points and new lows had come out just before the, the 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 bigger of the two EPs that Red right. and had done I okay. think we were probably you'd probably agree Gary we were you were always the d- bigger band <laughs> you'd, lo- <laughs> <laughs> you'd love to hear that um, no but 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 uh, you know it wasn't it wasn't that decision I think it was my style of writing was more gravitated more towards what was what was happening I think at the time and yeah. Adam and I knew each other for years and years so okay. yeah it's pretty natural transition I, I so would say. the
1: media scare then yeah um, how'd that come out that came
4: out of nowhere again. That was literally during a time when I was still very much a, a temp. Right. I specifically remember uh, we were jamming in uh, jamming near Harold's Cross. Remember Mark Murphy Studio. Yeah. Um, and they kind of got the word through. Um, I think I it was something that was in the mix anyway. Even yeah. whilst we you were, were there. Yeah,
2: when I was there, we were getting because when we went, we played in England and played some shows, and it, it went really well for us. Like. Yeah got a lot of people watching us yeah uh and i think james was in James from tesseract okay was in america on tour and was chatting away to some of the guys in sumerian and sumerian got in touch with us and we didn't have like back then there was no gopros or oh iphones we just yeah, had these yeah, yeah. and the only they were like look we're, we think you're cool obviously we're in america you guys are in ireland Jeff yeah. Annie uh footage that we can see alive yeah and it was just we just had these like real pixelated bad <laughs> sounds like, oh. so we did that didn't uh that didn't pick up and then it was at that point where you know i was removed and then i think sumerian i think media scare was was that like a sister company or was there yeah. like a branch of? link i think they were like yeah see built.
1: sony were behind them they're us sony red, yeah yeah they're kind of you they're us-based in los angeles and um yeah, so like kind of they they came in then free. Yeah, so basically we just got word, okay,
4: Media Scare coming in. Um, and it was off the back of a really solid Ghost Fest slot that okay. we had uh, that summer or it was just just that spring. You know, we were on sharing the stage with bands that are huge now. Like, uh, I specifically remember um, Suicide Silencing, Bury Your Dead. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. There was loads, loads of really big bands. We were playing the smaller stage, but I mean, you'd have after the burial and all these kind yeah. of guys that uh, are now, you know, th- they're certainly of a high standard yeah. in, in terms of scope and scale. So that was pretty much. Uh, so it was the media scare thing. It was the Ghost Fest thing? There was a run of shows in 2011. Um, we did what was called the Triple H tour as well, which oh was yeah, with all the bands, hundreds H, and, yeah, and, and ourselves. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting, just from a perspective that. The other two were very much a hardcore band. We were very much a metal techie band. So there was tours like that, that we, we, we kind of played throughout that period of time, yeah. all the while trying to get a, an album together. Yeah. Um,
1: like, so there was, um, I think you kind of went over to America. Um, February,
4: 2012.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In September, you said that the album was finished.
4: It was pretty much there, yeah. yeah. So we were doing a lot of demos up to that point. Um, so a lot of, uh, a lot of home-based demos, um, okay. you know. Anto was was very much at the fore of that, which I guess is interesting when you consider what what happened then, leading up to the the American trip, the recording, etc. So he had a very uh, prominent role. Myself, Adam, Anto, Comfo, yeah, you know, are, are Like we're all kind of inputting, yeah, uh, into that same studio actually that I mentioned. I can't remember the name of it. Which one? The one, uh, Mark Murphy's one.
2: Uh, Badlands, Badlands Studios. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah.
1: So that that was a project with Lars and Confi, wasn't it was it were they no
2: right uh, uh, I think you are talking about when Lars and Anto got into yeah, the zombies that?
1: they don't merch alright I don't think that is
2: a studio did they they had, a, they the had an area yeah, they yeah were bad oh, bad well I was like yeah, yeah. I was don't like I don't research <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you know no where you have the dates and everything I'm like what the hell
1: Steve Evans. Steve Yeah, he came involved yeah was that a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing I'd imagine at <laughs> the time uh, you must have been fucking blown away by the fact that um, the producer of every time I die, Dillinger Escape Plan, pure yeah. so hate breed. I mean, architects. Absolutely, man. I mean, architects still would be, and
4: specifically uh, Tom Cyril, You know, obviously the guy passed away in 2016. Still, Devo about that, it, like that. That guy was one of my biggest guitaring influences. So. To be going to the same studio albeit maybe not my favorite of their albums um i think outhouse is where they kind of carved their talent from yeah. early stage but I, I specifically remember it was christmas eve and um, i was in london with my aunt and i got a phone call from Lars saying look we're going to steve Evans in la like pack your bags we're going for three months yeah it's like jesus like i mean you know you're a, a guitarist in in dublin i mean i've lived out in the bog and the bogs killed kildare like you yeah. know this is what you dream of so yeah initially it definitely was the dream to go to la and yeah. um, obviously i, I think it, it was probably what the straw that broke the camel's back for anto unfortunately but right. uh, you know initially it was the it was the best news that we could have had. of course yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's what you strive for i guess yeah exactly musician, yeah. Yeah. yeah so you actually went there for three months just shy of three months yeah right. so it was supposed to be a rem- yeah i mean we we're supposed to be like a you know, get out there, get to know the label. Yeah. Um, go to the shows. Yeah, go yeah. to the shows. I mean, we went to some, people, had some yeah. amazing memories yeah. from out there. Um, but it obviously it didn't go to fully to plan.
1: So um, can you just kind of develop that? Because yeah. was it just down to the producer or a mixture of both?
4: It was location, I think, for okay. Anto. I think he was having some issues with uh, uh, with traveling on, on... I specifically remember him having some... Um, Phobia of traveling by air, okay. Um, and I just don't think it was for him, you know. I, right. I uh,
2: it, it it wasn't
4: it wasn't for him at the time. I
2: even remember when we were recording the EP, he was like, a f- I a remember homebird, he was just like, I like like hate big cities, and London's yeah. just like, you okay. know, it's awful. Yeah, 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 I think he just wanted to come in, and do the vocals, and, and get out. But he yeah. came over the whole time, he's like, I just hate big cities, so I can imagine flying was it like 13 hours or something to la would just yeah i
4: mean it's a lot of travel i mean we, we flew via madrid we went into chicago chicago then to la yeah. wasn't it was like there was a lot of travel going on and you know yeah. he had his life in ireland at the time of course you're very much everything offends you when it's not like when it affects your experience and you're like my god what are we going to do without a vocalist but yeah looking back on it what seven years later he made the right decision for him okay yeah so
1: at that stage then um like your fan base i must say right through all those changes you leaving and gary and rob joining and um just kind of even up to that whole episode where you went to america and came back your fan base was incredible right through it yeah you know they they just stayed so loyal so positive s- like still even, even now it's incredible like, like
2: we're, we're still we still get messages from people especially in cork like this this yeah. place is this is like cork is the home of hero and Earth, to be honest okay. like we've had amazing shows all over the country and cork is just they've always been so loyal to us that's yeah. always interesting because like as i was saying when we done the all ages shows and all we mm-hmm. had young kids going to the shows and now they're all like coming yeah. to these gigs and they're all <laughs> old and now sinking points with us so like this is you know they're yeah, there since weird. the very start yeah man. they have it's yeah. amazing like yeah. Yeah as soon as as soon as high points came out they were just I even remember we uh, we played on game, and uh we just released Partner Storm mm-hmm. and we played the Rapture that night and I don't know how but people were singing it back to us We were like we haven't released how the hell do you know okay, this yeah, like yeah. Was, you got I don't hacked. know they we have uh, yeah some incredible. good fans yeah, yeah incredible. really stuck with us Yeah, keep us going we wouldn't like wouldn't the, only be ours, reason,
4: the only yeah we wouldn't be asked uh, we would I think I think it uh, Know as but doing it as hero and error, we yeah, could true. have done
2: other bands, but we're like, you know, there's people who still turn up to see us play and enjoy the music and yeah. want us to keep playing music. So no. when that stops, you know, we'll consider yeah, it. It's like it's um, yeah, it's incredible,
1: gr- it's a great story um, of f- a fan base that stayed loyal through all the trouble and all the shit that yeah, you went multiple through, you changes know, changes and um, yeah, because I mean, yeah. like, kind of you had a different singer then, 2013, Keith. yeah. So, yeah, so Keith, Keith
4: came in, um, literally. As a result of the fact that we were over in l a we're yeah. recording the music with Steve Evavit, you know, and as you alluded to he's you know we, we really get the sense of the the enormity of the situation we're in we're now we're working with a guy who's who's done countless albums that you know have sold at least hundreds of thousands of records yeah you, the cure as you said every yeah. time I die architects blah 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 but throughout that there's there's that undercurrent of yeah shit, we don't have a singer yeah um. It was it was actually something that materialized out of the head of the label from MediaScare suggesting this guy. We yeah. got in contact. He flew out. He started writing. Where was he from? London. It's from Boston. Oh, oh Boston. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's an American guy. Right. Um, Keith Holock. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a very abnormal situation, not only because we were in LA, but because we have this guy that we've never met, and you yeah. try and build a chemistry. Yeah, and of course. You yeah. Know, none of the bands that we were ever in were built around, uh, you know, almost... Getting Randomers into a room yeah. It was always mates Or You know Even when yeah. I jumped into Here on air from yeah. an enemy I knew the lads yeah, yeah. You know But uh, but uh yeah Keith came in I think we played We played in Cork actually We had a couple of shows with him And um, we played with These Nuts Back in 2015 yeah. And then we played God What's the venue That's a converted cinema Used to be cinema Here uh,
1: The Savoy no? no No
4: Jesus I can't think of We played two shows okay. in Cork Anyway with him right. But um. But yeah, look, I mean, that was never a, a natural situation. Yeah,
1: Th- you still had like who was in the band at that stage?
4: Myself, Adam, Lar, Comfy. Okay, oh, well, so, so still, the, still the four of you. Still the four
1: of us. Yeah, yeah. So you sat kind of on that. Al- like, was the, the album was finished? I, I presume. Was it at that stage? Vocals were done with with um, Keith. Was it? Yeah, Keith. Yeah. So there was still no release. Was what were media scare kind of doing at that stage? Were they were they happy to leave you kind of? Um,
4: so there was a couple of things. It was. Finalizing the album, finalizing the, the vocals, yeah. um, and then I, it just literally got sucked into the abyss of things that just get forgotten. Right. It, it was a really odd thing, and, and that's probably the best way I can put it, most diplomatic way of putting it as yeah. well. Which, you know, there's obviously, uh, when you get to that level of, you know, LA based labels, you've got a producer who's very, very busy and yeah. you're trying to okay, carve yeah. out some time with him yep. to finalize it, and then we went to other various studios to finalize. Uh, vocals and all that kind of thing uh, and then i guess you know it, it it did lack the vibe of having anto on it if yeah i'm gonna be totally honest yeah. um you know i'm sure confo and lar and adam if they were in my position they would say the same yeah. it, it lacked that that, okay. that dynamic um and and yeah it just got to a stage where we it just never materialized yeah and uh, have you
1: got the masters who has the masters god i I think we... I think Stephen does. I well, I don't even think it got it mastered, did it?
4: I? D- no, I don't think it did. It, it, okay. There's certainly some tracks out there somewhere. In yeah, the, uh, in the abyss. <laughs> probably on <laughs> the, the dark web or something. I don't something. think you'll ever, you'll no, ever see I the light I of day. No, it doesn't need to. It doesn't yeah. need to, I think. it's yeah, yeah. What we have at the moment is is a line-up, which yeah. Yeah, yeah. embodies yeah, yeah. more of yeah. it.
1: And uh, Like, that that relationship then at Media Scared, is that gone? When did that finish?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it just fizzled out along with the album, really. Yeah, They just
1: kind of drop g as such was yeah. no kind of strings you no, like did
2: you did try to contact with yeah contact and uh, then just to say that we're like you know we yeah what's up the own stuff kind of thing but yeah no i, I mean I,
4: I don't know what the situation yeah. was or is with, with media okay. scare but look they 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 gave us a very huge opportunity which i'll be eternally thankful for yeah. and you know they, they're really good guys i think it was just one of those things where mm. you know we were we became an active because of having a U.S. Yeah. based vocalist, and then yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it was never gonna, yeah, did so, materialize.
1: So, Gary, you were over in London at all this all this time. So you were probably going back and forth to Dublin. You were probably, even though maybe you didn't want to know about it, you were still getting updates from, from the progress of the lads uh, or non-progress or, like, so this is this is 2014. When it, when it all
2: came, came down to it, like, and I was gone. You know, I didn't really, cause they went to L.A. and I was like, right, I just have to, yeah. You know. Does because obviously as i was saying it's like every guitar player or every musician's dream yeah sign that contract and then uh you know go to la and i remember watching dvds of bands recording with steve Evans and i was like you know well, yeah it, it is what it is and then um so i kind of just like completely took myself out of it and um but then it just went you know it went quiet and yeah. with the lads nothing happened and i was just like i don't know i just kind of heard through mutual friends like well this is what went on and this is what's yeah. happening i was kind of like
1: okay right, fair so enough. that so d- kind of
2: it did go really quiet like it yeah it they did. were it yeah, yeah. like the page so was just
1: but were shed. you still in london at that stage or had yeah. you move back
2: uh no uh, like I only came back last november okay speaking of singers can't can.
1: hey can <laughs> Can has just joined Hi. us here as well. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh so oh,
2: I, I no in London it, it was pretty much like I only came back last November. Okay. Was it s- November, September?
1: We were both over. We both moved with Tom in October, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I'm only home, year. home home oh, right. year, okay. So um so like we we'll just go back to when you returned to the band then? How'd that come about?
2: Um
4: Jesus, how did I go out? you? So I was I was buzzing around with Westminster. I just moved <laughs> over to London <laughs> in a I mini, <laughs> doing yeah, doing all that cliche London stuff. And I get a text from Gary. was pretty much done at that point. Um, Lar had decided to leave, and um, you know Adam Adam wasn't interested, and you know it was never going to work with myself and Confo. And we didn't have a singer really. Yeah. Um. So I was bu- buzzing around Westminster, and I get a text off Gary, and I'm like, oh, that's a bit awkward because I hadn't really we hadn't really spoken since. I took his spot yep. essentially. Okay. Um, buzz over for a coffee, and you know we just started chatting crap and just talking about the band, talking about music, and it was just quite a natural thing. We were like trying to bu- buzz over, and we'll uh, we'll uh, just start jamming and see what happens. And oh that's yeah. that's basically how it materialized. Um, I kind of well,
2: we didn't even start to go like
4: this Let's is here on hero air. I was no, like yeah.
2: I haven't because I, I went off and done like acoustic stuff and okay. singer-songwriter yeah. stuff and then I was like geez, I haven't played he handed me the seven string and I was like I haven't what the <laughs> hell is this thing a few palaces like, <laughs> after that day and then,
1: um, classic
2: then I was like I remember just going I, I had this riff ages ago when we first came back after uh, High Points and New Lows I was like I had the song that me and Comfy were kind of messing around with because yeah. like he was programming drums so was like we might as well just play around yeah. with that I was like, oh, it's sounding good. And I think Confy was coming over with some friends to hang out with you for the weekend. And he just wrote to me. He was like, yeah. look, I'm going to be over. I'd love to meet you, have a coffee and yeah. have a chat. I was like, all right. Sat down with him. Hadn't seen him in, like, since... The last time I saw him before, that was at a football. And we went to see Ireland play. And that was, like, I think a week before they kicked me out. And, uh, Jesus. Okay. Hadn't seen him since. And he's like, he just sat down and was like, look so sorry all yeah. that shouldn't have happened yeah you know it it, it is what it is and i was like you know it's yeah it was tough whatever mm. so i think you would uh you had the cancer research show coming up yeah so we didn't play that though, did i you? know but that's how it all kind of yeah, started like, uh,
4: so i was actually i got bailer over for that as well actually out of yeah. uh, shout out to them lads yeah um so yeah we were that was four years ago and it w- yeah it was basically myself and Gary sitting down writing you had a, a bit of a reconciliation with Comfy yep. Stephen sh- shout out to this lad here Um. again we got him uh, involved as well and it just kind of materialised from there we just started really from the cancer research show we started getting a hype about okay. playing music again nice yeah.
1: um, and was the Comfy stay in Dublin all that time yeah he was in okay. Dublin the whole so time so were you kind of just sending demos back and forth yeah pretty much
2: okay and then like he came over as well and, and uh, jammed with us and, but like he's so good and we kind of knew the songs and so we just got into a room for a few hours yeah. the set was done it was like grand okay. then we could just go off and have a few points." Yeah. So like
1: th- yeah. so Hollow Truth then was released in 2016
2: yeah yeah
4: um, so that was that riff that you're referring to that that was the yeah, the yeah we,
2: we the time, played right? around with
1: that and um what was the reception like to it
2: yeah it was like i was kind of like nervous and worried because yeah. nothing has come from hero since high points in new Orleans. Yes, correct yeah there was like me getting out of the band them going to america an album constant yeah. talk of an album no album so everyone's like what the fuck <laughs> is going on here like yeah. where he is going like this is mental yeah so I was like, we just need to. If we're gonna do this, let's just get a single out. Like, just mm. here we are. Here's yeah. th- the band. They're back. We're playing, and um, yeah. So I was like, let's just get let's this get out. out. Yeah, and we got yeah, Cantusan came came on board. How did you come about?
1: Uh, you can uh, grab a grab a, grab the mic there,
2: can uh, Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like, when when was it?
1: So we're on oh, about the hollow was, truths. Oh no!
2: It. I mean, uh, it was back in. Back in the day, just after everything had happened when you guys were going over to LA, like, Rob hit me up whilst I was <laughs> away on tour, like, any chance you want to uh, put everyth- put your life in the bin and just come to LA for a month? <laughs> and I was like, a a long um, no, <laughs> <laughs> unsurprisingly, but then, I don't know, when we got back, uh, you guys were in London and stuff, and same sort of thing, we just kind of, yeah, sent us a demo, went for a coffee and pints pints, yeah and then and it just went from there it was a bit of a no-brainer i knew the ep knew the guys okay so like it was um yeah i was it was gonna be good crack just playing the playing that old ep was just a good laugh and then the fact that we got to write some new stuff was even better so yeah yeah so it's all just
1: excellent so um obey then was released in october the 31st 2017 um the songwriting in that um were you all part of it yeah very much so so I think the <laughs> how it's that EP. a EP actually by the way thanks very much cheers man. Mastic, oh, man
4: appreciate it so uh, where, where, where all that came from was myself and Gary it was, it was probably an, a more unnatural way of writing compared to what we would have typically done maybe for high points or previous yeah. literally in a room the two of us going through riffs program drums we'd send that over to uh, to and um, we'd get his feedback or you know myself and Gary would then rework it couple of pints after you know yeah the, the classic way of writing um but yeah that that's that's pretty much how that specific song came about i think just yeah, writing well, in East was eventually, it was a
2: completely different process because yeah. uh, you know i was kind of used to sitting in a room with a band i'd have like yeah, some riffs or yeah. someone would bring some yeah. riffs i'm like right yeah you know you have everyone's feedback where it's like rob might have a bit of a riff or i might have a bit of a riff and then we're sitting down and then we're playing like little sections and so it, it took a lot for me to kind of get my head around that yeah. Rob's very very much used to that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it, yeah, I'm happy with that EP. I think yeah, it I came mean, out great.
4: Gary and I also had to essentially write the drums for it because um, Confo decided that he, he wasn't in a position to continue with us for various reasons. You know, he's yeah. he's a professional drummer. That's what he does for yeah. a living. We were living in London. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of reasons there, but um, so that's, we had to not only write the guitars, bass, drums, so it was quite a lot between the two of us, yeah, uh, to get together. But you know, we had Khan who who nailed it. We had Mike Mallion, X Monuments.
1: He was on drums, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he
4: literally just came in, bang, done in one yeah. day. I think having
2: having Justin as well at the, the yeah helm. definitely he, no, he Yeah, he like, knew your stuff anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he's it's huge. He's amazing. He's like he's part of the band. Yeah. Like that guy has, like we wrote the songs, but he he put uh, his own an essence on it that really shaped the sound of the band so i knew we had to go back to him yeah, he no. even rang me this morning like i'm so excited <laughs> for you guys this is amazing so
1: and todd jumped in as well for with honor Me
2: old mate todd yeah yeah uh yeah so todd's a really good friend of mine um it's kind of weird how i met him actually i used to work in coffee right. uh, as a coffee roaster and he works in coffee as well in <laughs> Rhode Island. Rhode Island, yeah, Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, Providence. Providence, yeah, yeah. And I, w- with the company I was with in London, they were sending me out to Costa Rica. Lucky me. Jesus. Uh, to go to these coffee farms and right. all. So you did so get to travel. Yeah. So I kind of I got up in the morning, went down to the, you know, get me breakfast and all. And I just seen a guy sitting there, and I was like, you know, he looks like a guy that I could chat, to, you know, kind of tattoos and stuff. I was like, because everyone else was like. Super standoffish And he was yeah. cool So um yeah, I was chatting away to him Then we sat on a bus We had like a six hour drive And uh, I was like oh, Do you play music or anything He's like Oh yeah, yeah I used to be in this band I was like What was the band called He's like With Honour I was like Holy shit no, I <laughs> love that band And uh he just got chatting And I was like You know I'd love you to be To be a part of this so Can you we sent him a demo. Do you want to do something on this? He's like, "Yeah, let's, let's go." Jesus. So, like, yeah. So mean, Todd yeah. On, I forgot he was, on. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah."
1: So that was the EP release. Then again, again, more traction, more publicity, um, great reviews, yeah. really positive with it. Did you do two or three tours on the back of that, or we've, we kind of stayed we've in Ireland? A anyway, few shows with it. Yeah, we did. Yeah.
4: A, we did a couple of runs with that. Yeah. Um, one with Confo. One with. Um, with Mike. Mike as well, yeah. yeah. And then we finished... A, the last show we've played, actually, was a, a show in London, which uh, I had to play bass on, so not the ideal... Uh, yeah. A good night? Not the ideal curtain closer at the time. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it, it wasn't too hot and heavy in
1: terms of tours because we're... Have you... We, you've no bass player? We
2: do have a bass player, yeah. So Oh, okay. Who's the bass player? So uh, Jay Doyle, who was the original bass player in Hero, is back with us now. Okay, right. Uh, so that has been amazing. Like, he's just... There
3: <laughs> he is, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. There he is. Be <laughs> nice.
2: Having Jay back. Ace Dana. <laughs> He's, um... Yeah, he brings a little... He brings a sparkle. Adam Morris here as well. We've brings got a little all the sparkle lads. to the band. Right. I feel nervous now. I have all these lads behind me. So, yeah. Sorry. We have, like... Yeah, everyone's here now. Barrett, Steven. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so Jay's back on bass, so... Cool. Yeah, he brings lot and entertainment yeah. as you can see
1: yeah so that's cool and, and news what about new songs i think we're gonna do that's it, the next pl- yeah, play thing the yeah.
2: gig tonight have a you know, bit of time off for christmas and then new year we're gonna knuckle down and probably go do another ep we right. definitely want to get
4: writing with this lineup with jay and and Stephen back yeah and then also just make it, maybe make it a bit more of a natural writing process, like yeah. getting into a room, just smashing out yeah. some tunes. But um,
1: So you're not full-time musicians?
2: No.
4: No. No. At no.
2: At the, like, we couldn't do it the way we used to do. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. full throttle. Now yeah. it's just, we do it because, you know, we love to play. Yeah. Um,
1: you're like the rest of us now. Yeah. Holding down jobs. We all have to work yeah, and yeah,
2: yeah. pay rent and do all that stuff and, you know. So Stephen, the dad, nervous. you're buying a house. Like yeah. There's all grown-up things to happen. So
1: Just to kind of put things into perspective now, you kind of look at the bands now they are coming through, as you said, Baylor, Worn Out. Yeah. Um, what's your views Strong. on the scene now?
4: Strong. Cork is, is doing really good things for heavy music. I think from my perspective, at least, there's probably... It's, it's probably the... the the pendulum is definitely in the in the favor of cork at this yeah. stage just just thinking about bands that i would be aware of yeah. and i'm not saying i'm like the the be-all and end-all when it comes to yeah. what's what's going down but the, the dublin scene is definitely more towards i mean there's a lot of hip-hop stuff happening in dublin yeah. Um i think cork definitely still has that that hardcore metal yeah vibe mm-hmm. going down so yeah i mean yeah, baylor, are, baylor killing are killing it, it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah like every like they're off in the UK and Russia and yeah. like they're non-stop They're going, they're going strong, and the songs are bangers.
1: And they're so massive fans of you as well, which is
2: good. Cool. Yeah, no, they're, they're not, we, well, I we, remember playing with them back in the day when it was. <laughs> they were kids. Knock, was like and We were kids. Knock 'em, knock 'em dead. I think it was yeah, Alex's Bad yeah. and our oh, band and something special or something beautiful. Something was beautiful. chris's heart i don't know
1: yeah Odyssey chris band. actually
2: played bass with
4: you he, he, he did, did yeah, on yeah. that was great I. we've had a lot of people lads. coming in and through this band like that was the Mike. The, the the run the short run that we did with mike yeah and um, chris came in he smashed it but no i mean those guys they're they're going to aiden cunningham as well so they've, they've oh yeah aiden cunningham. serious producer serious producer uh, yeah so shout out to Aido, but like yeah. for sure um yeah it's really strong
2: i mean right. Yeah, I think some of the guys are coming tonight, hopefully. Oh, yeah. And, and then the, be the worn out guys, tonight. like, it's those ridiculous. guys, like, I saw them in fibres, uh there a few months ago and I was like, holy shit, these guys are great. And I, f- I felt really bad because we booked, we booked shows just when the EP came out, but we had to cancel them because the drummer probably okay. had, we had a different drummer, yeah. he couldn't play them and... Yeah. and uh, yeah, it was really annoying. so we tried to book shows with them before and it kept fo- falling through and i was like yeah. i promise yeah this gig's gonna happen so yeah. yeah i'm delighted to have those guys on and they're like i'm looking forward to the new ep yeah be, but we from have. what i seen live i was like holy shit it's gonna yeah. be, yeah. be it's it
1: absolutely
4: so, heft heft master
1: <laughs> so that's it lads um listen you cleared up a load of stuff um hopefully hope uh it's a fantastic i think it's a great story like. if you don't mind me saying and oh, um, sure. there's a lot of pain and heartache involved but i mean the fact that you're sitting here In front of me And you're about to play tonight Man That sums nah, it up that's,
2: that's the best thing it's, about it yeah. It's
4: literally You You get to a point Where it has to be About the fun And that's what it is I mean we're all in our 30s now yeah. it, it has to be about the fun And yeah For anyone just uh, For anyone who's coming tonight Who's listening to this You know Thank you Thanks a million yeah. For actually still giving a shit Because yeah, That's why
2: we have boxes at are high points And low as EP We're Good. just giving it to everyone Who comes in that door there's yeah. one for everyone in the audience as i put up <laughs> big shout out to gay burn but uh yeah but like it's us. just a yeah. thank you to cork yeah. like years of absolutely made this Since band what one. it is so yeah, um, yeah, yeah happy days and yeah thank you for having us man yeah, yeah appreciate I'm glad, it yeah. I'm glad to have you lads so I hope we answered the questions properly I feel like yeah. I was just like yeah. talking I, I guided budget. you through
1: some <laughs> of the difficult stuff yeah I was like oh
2: <laughs> god damn it, <laughs> it <on> <laughs> where do I go with this
1: <laughs> so you've been listening to Paul and Gary from Hero and Error uh, this is Richie from the Metal Cell podcast um, if you want to be on the show contact me at uh, themetalcell.gmail.com find me on Facebook and Instagram on The Metal Cell over and out. Thanks again, Matt. You're the top no man, much, Richie. Thank you. If
0: only you could really say what you've been